This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up with the one show giving you the truth about personal finance? This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. Check out Jason Qualls cfp.com for all about me and what I do, how I do it, why I do it. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, you can click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Let's get started talking about investment fees. What are investment fees? Most people don't know if they understand. It comes in two parts, maybe three, depending on the investment that you purchase, but typically two. You have the investment expense or cost itself. So you buy a mutual fund, you buy an ETF, you buy an annuity. There's an internal cost there. Uh, Some of the low-cost index funds that exist today have very, very minimal internal cost that you're paying, but they're still cost. Different funds cost different amounts, but that's one expense you're going to pay as far as your investment fees. And the other part is what you pay your advisor. And I tell you all the time, you want to make sure that your investment cost, the internal cost that we just discussed, is as low as possible. And there's no reason today in 2019, 2020, that you should pay more uh, than you need to. This isn't 30 years ago. All the funds basically cost the same. Index funds weren't as prevalent as they are today. Today, you shouldn't be paying any upfront sales charges. You shouldn't be paying... Typically, more than a quarter of a point for your internal investment costs, your mutual fund expenses. Now, there's plenty. You know, the average fund expense these days is, I believe, right under 1%. And what I just say you should be paying? 75% less than that. But that's not what we're discussing here today. We're talking about, well, let me first say, if you don't know, or have a general, you don't have to know exactly. Like who, I'm not wanting to go out there. Well, Mr. Jason, I pay on average 0.18% on my mutual fund cost, broken out around different areas. No, well, I don't want you to be that detailed. I think you get that down in the weeds. It's going to stress yourself out, unless you're just a number person. So you have a general idea. Do you own average cost, high cost, or very low cost investments? And depending on the type of advisor you're working with, you should know that. And if you don't know that, have some general idea, what the because it really comes down to what the advisor's philosophy is. You go into the meeting, 
And he starts saying things, yes, I believe in low-cost index fund, passive investing. Those are all terms of letting you know this person is trying to do the absolute best job you can for you by putting you in products that cost you as little as possible. The more you pay, the less you have. Simple as that. Some people think, well, the more I pay, the more I should earn. Doesn't really work that way in the investing world. Rarely does it ever work that way. But again, we're talking about advisor cost. You know, a lot of asset-based fees today are percentages. And the more and more money you have, uh, the higher dollar amount you're paying for your investment advice. The fees for a typical advisor in this uh, day and age is right around 1% of your investable assets under management. So if you have $500,000 of investments in your IRA, regular account, Roth IRA, with an advisor, and their fee is 1% a year, you're paying $5,000 a year. You have a million dollars of investable assets. You're paying if you're paying one, excuse me, one percent. You're paying ten thousand dollars, but it's a percentage, right? It's a percentage. So as the account grows, which it should, you're actually paying more. And I hate the um, the term and the saying that well, when you do better, we do better. Well, yeah, it's true. But really, should the you go do it? You go to the you go to any other service. They aren't charging you a percentage typically. It's a flat whatever. It's a flat pricing. Here's how much the work costs. This is what you're going to pay. I, I just like that idea in the same tense of financial advice. But I do realize there are business benefits to charging percentage. The issue is is not whether or not it's flat or a percentage. The issue is one percent of an asset management fee is just too freaking high. That's the issue. And the more money you accumulate, the larger dollar amount you're outflowing. I'll give you a real-life example of where a percentage payment based on your investable assets to your advisor creates a conflict of interest with them. Had a gentleman... We're analyzing, we've been on this financial planning track. We've been, our original game plan, obviously, was to for him not to outlive his money, but he wanted to also pay off his mortgage as quickly as possible with as little taxes as possible. I'll spare you the details. We couldn't just take a big chunk out of his IRA because in one year, that would create a huge tax liability. So we've been doing it a little over time. And because of his income and the tax bracket system we're under right now, he's basically been making withdrawals to pay off his mortgage and paying zero taxes. Now it's come down to the last three years before we can pay off this amount mortgage in full. And we don't have to wait three years. We could take the full amount right now because of all of our planning that we've done for the last four or five years. We can take the full amount right now that's needed from the IRA pay off the mortgage, and it only cost him $1,200 in taxes next year. The conflict of interest with that is, in this case, it's a 21, actually it's a total of $47,000 being used to pay off the mortgage. That's $47,000 less under management that I will have when he pays off his mortgage. I'm going to continue to do expert financial planning for this gentleman. Therefore, because he... And, and, and just because he reduces his account size doesn't mean I'm doing less work. 
But if I were paid a percentage and he paid off his mortgage, took a $47,000 withdrawal, my compensation would go down. So the conflict of interest is this. If I'm paid a percentage, which I'm not, I'm paid a percentage, my incentive, even though in this case the best thing for this gentleman is to pay off his mortgage now, well, actually in the beginning of 2020, that's the best thing in his situation. The conflict is, if he, if I were paid a percentage, I would have, you know, an incentive to tell him not to make the withdrawal because my compensation would decline because of the percentage. So there's a conflict of interest with it, and it's also too freaking high. A lot of people that are paying this one one and a half percent of investment management fees to whoever their advisor is. I don't know if they've really quantified what that is. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot, right? Just 1%. He's going to make me a 10. Well, maybe so. What if you quantified it in terms of return? What if you quantified the fee you're paying in terms of your income? Let's use that million-dollar account. If you're paying 1% in investment fees, that's $10,000 a year. If you have a million dollars and you're saying, I'm trying to live on this, you may be able to only spend $45,000 per year off that million dollar account. The advisor's, no, the advisor's compensation doesn't impact how much you're, you're, you're receiving in income, but of the amount of income you're receiving, the advisor getting 10, you're getting 45, he's making 22% of what you're making. And he's not even, it's not even his money. What about return? What if you're getting a 7% return? The advisor's fee is 1%. That's a gross return before cost. The advisor, the advisor is getting 14% of your return. You're taking 100% of the risk. But you're only getting to keep 86% of the return because the advisor's fee is too high. you got to quantify it. Don't be sold. I think these things are sold. They're just, I, don't, I don't really know the language that's used by all the advisors. But they're going, hey, my fee's just 1%, and that's a great deal based on the amount of money we're going to make. And I do better when you do better, blah, 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 blah. And you just kind of trust them blindly. And I think that is the wrong way to go. The larger your account size, the more you have to watch how much you're paying a percentage. I don't really have a huge problem with you paying a percentage. I just have a huge problem with you paying too high of a percentage. That is it. All right, so there's some ways for you to reduce your investment fees. If you think about this with the right type of advisor, go to jasonqualscfp.com for more. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Taking our first break. Be back right after this. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. 
It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Are you worried because a spouse or family member needs long-term nursing home care? Estate planning attorney John Baker can help. Protect your assets so you can leave something behind for your family. Call 896-5621. That's 896-5621. Or go to bakercouncil.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right. Over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Back to the show. This is the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. Joining us now is Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home and auto and business life insurance company right here in Murfreesboro. M-I-D-T-N-I-N-S group.com. A survey found that 47% of Americans have home insurance and 31% don't know if they have it at all. <laughs> wow. How, how do you buy a home? You don't know if you bought home insurance. Is it because they put it in the escrow? Yeah, sometimes they just put it in the escrow, and that's the end of that. But wouldn't you have to go through some type of step to get insurance? You know, it's not all taken care of by the mortgage company. You know, they're kind of finagling how it's paid, right? They are. Um, sometimes your loan officers can kind of they, they can kind of control that a little bit or help you with that, and sometimes it happens throughout that whole process, and you may not even realize what it was that you were kind of signing off on the surveys polled more than 2700 americans also revealed that 15 percent of americans did do not insure their homes and 32 percent are not afraid of their property being damaged so 15 percent no home insurance no home insurance i actually have a uh, a couple now that they just recently moved back into their home um after it burnt a few years ago they had already paid for it there was no insurance on it they had to just simply rebuild and start over was it like a an oversight or did they intentionally not carry home insurance i didn't really get into that i didn't want to pry too much but it does happen just to your point survey also found that 55 percent of generation z home buyers those between ages 18 and 24 do not know if they have insurance one in three home buyers up to the age of 44 don't know if they they are insured more than 30 percent of homeowners between ages 45 and 50 54 do not have insurance the South was found to be the most, or most homeowners with insurance at nearly 60%. Wow. We're doing something right. I just still baffled by people not knowing if they have home insurance or not. It's just funny. Is to that like because my wife takes care of it? Kind of thing? Maybe. It's just <laughs> odd that, especially here in the South, that we are the, the leaders in that regard. Jeez. It, it's amazing. And, people, and we're going to talk about later in the show about people. Uh, what do they consider more pain, painful or painless, rather, than shopping for an insurance policy? 
how do people become more educated and get more involved with their insurance planning? Some role here with the agent, but it can't always be the people will just kind of bury their head in the sand and don't want to think about these things. They do. Uh, it oftentimes can read like uh, Greek or Latin or something, you know, because it's uh, often, you know, very, very legalish type speak. Um, legalese, if you will me. Um, but the the biggest thing, I think, is they just don't take the time to read the information that's given to them. It either comes and they just grab it, put it in a file, or throw it away, or whatever it is, and they just don't take the time to sit down and read it, so they don't really understand what it is, and so then it kind of self-perpetuates that I don't understand. Home insurance is one of those things, there's not as many parts, I don't think, to it as like an auto insurance policy, right? Uh there's you have your more. contents, you have your dwelling, and you have some liability, right? Yeah, you have some liability. There's other stuff. There's some other things in there. I'd say in their own regard, they're each is equally complicated, um, but neither of them are truly complicated. You know, to your point, there's five or six pieces. That's it. When someone, you know, what if you're you're at a someone's house and they don't have home insurance? And let's say an accident happens. What? What's, how is that? You know, comparable to an uninsured motorist car accident. It just leaves you open to be sued. You know, if you don't have any liability insurance on your home, anything that you do that could cause harm to someone else, even if it was an intentional or not, that you were held liable for, you're just writing a check for. What's the easiest way for someone to make sure their coverage is in place for home insurance and shop with you guys? Um, biggest thing would be if you have a mortgage, contact a mortgage company. They can point you in the direction of your agent if you don't know, um, and they can give you the information about your insurance so you can kind of start, you know, tracking it down. Um, to contact us, 615-898-0053. We'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. 898-0053. A lot of people concerned about, you know, environmental changes, you know, whatever that means to different people. Is the home insurance industry changing at all? Are they covering more things that could be attributable to environmental changes? Or, or that, that seems to be a topic that's on a lot of younger people's minds when they're, they're thinking about what could happen as far as a disaster with their home. Um, you know, obviously all policies are a little bit different. Um, carriers are kind of, you know, they're constantly changing their product and the product is kind of evolving to cover some identity theft help, you know, where after the fact, if you need help restoring some identity stuff, you know, there are things that, you know, in our new cultural environment that homeowners insurance is trying to help with. Um, it's pretty basic stuff because there's not a whole lot there that they necessarily want to get involved with. But on the liability side, you know, obviously there's some other things that go into that. You know, if you're flying a drone nowadays, it's not something a homeowner's insurance policy necessarily had to think about in the Mm. past, you know, and things of that nature. Um, Typically that stuff's always just kind of, okay, yep, we'll cover that, you know, if if you cause some kind of damage doing something outside the box, traditionally speaking. You know, you mentioned drone. That would be normally a child or uh, maybe a young teenager is going to be kind of, Making mischief with these things. What about other things like, you know, doing things with their their other items, bicycles, motorcycles, four-wheelers, ATVs? What type of damage is covered by your homeowner's policy if your child uses it? Was it your home or somebody else's home? Well, it... it Because those things aren't insurable, right? You can't really insure a dirt bike, I wouldn't think. No, you can. Um, If it has a motor on it, you can insure it. And I would recommend that if you have four-wheelers, you know, ATVs, things of that nature, that you talk to your agent about insurance for those things. Because they do come with a liability aspect to them. 
Um, as far as your child simply going to the neighbor's house and maybe running their bike through the you know, into the side of the house or the side of the car, I mean, obviously your car, that would be fall under your car insurance. But the house, if it did enough damage, obviously your homeowner's insurance would pick it up, and then they may very well subrogate back against that child's parents to, to have it taken care of. But if you just do a bunch of donuts in someone's front yard typically run through the landscaping it's you know it's a it's a very nice home they have thousands and thousands of dollars of landscaping now they could sue you is no. that's not a home insurance claim right is um, your landscaping covered for home insurance under home insurance not typically usually if there's a fire or something like that there might be some coverage there, there's oftentimes some subsets of coverage in there that if certain things happen that are designed to be used in a certain way you can't necessarily access them um directly you know if somebody comes and does donuts and just tears up the shrubs uh, you probably won't be able to to claim those on your homeowner's insurance but obviously if you caught the person then their car insurance may have to pay for it or at the very least they can be held liable for it we're thinking about insuring your home and there's a couple different coverages and more but the major ones your dwelling your contents and then your liability what does it mean to have your contents insured? If someone comes over to my house and they just start breaking all my expensive stuff that's in my home, is that something that's insured? Or Vandalism? is it, it going to have to be like damaged by a fire or a flood? I mean, obviously, it's going to be depending on your policy. Um, but in a typical HO3, you know, uh, a named perils policy, something where the policy lays out what it's covering vandalism you know for that example is typically covered um so that would typically be a covered if somebody comes in your house and just destroys a bunch of stuff then yeah typically that's going to be covered um now um theft theft gets into a little bit different animal um most of your stuff is going to be covered but jewelry firearms cash things of that nature the stuff are, that actually would get stolen yeah that stuff's <laughs> going to have little sublimits built in where you might get 2500 for guns or 5000 for jewelry or something like that that those are the places that you if you have a lot of expensive things um Stuff that one off, you know, this item is worth ten thousand dollars by itself. You probably need to talk to your your agent or your insurance company about insuring those particular items on the policy. It would uh, it, it kind of takes the guesswork out of what would happen if something happened to it. Shop all types of insurance with an independent agent, an agent that represents more than just one carrier, usually five, ten, or more. Middle Tennessee Insurance Group, MIDTNINSGroup.com. We're taking a break. Keep it right here on WGNS. This is Financial Coaching. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. 
I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website jasonqualscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Still with me in the house is Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home and auto insurance agency right here in Rutherford County. 898-0053 is their phone number. M-I-D-T-N-I-N-S-Group.com. One in five would rather slam their hand in a car door than shop for car insurance. That's why we do it for you. <laughs> Interesting question of this survey. 2,000 people in this survey. Do you, do, you have the, do you feel that way, that people really hate it that much? Sometimes. Some people really don't want to have to do it. Um, and I'll be honest, <laughs> I think the insurance companies kind of know that. That's why they can nudge those rates up somewhat, you know. Right little bit over time because somebody don't want to shop it. Once they got you, they got you. That's how they kind of see it. There are three, three primary consumer pain points. Insurance is complex, confusing, and expensive. I don't know if it's expensive. I guess it's all relative. All very much relative. And it depends on you. More than 75% of insurance owners multitask while dealing with insurance companies. I guess shopping for with insurance companies on the phone or whatever. Including going to the bathroom. That means they're more focused on the other stuff they have to do. They're just trying to get through the process and get it over with. I do get that quite a bit. One in three insurance shoppers would rather have a drink, an alcoholic cocktail, than a calculator with them when they're researching coverage options. (laughs) So they care more about just getting it done than getting it done right. 12% of insurance customers feel shopping for insurance is the biggest time drain. Even more of a time drain than sitting in traffic. Uh, I don't know about that. But I will say this. If you uh, if you want to have a cocktail in your hand when you talk to us, we have no problem with that. Yeah, I think that's the deal. You know, People getting online and going from website to website or you know, talking or maybe they're making phone calls and they're going from agent to agent. And that would just take forever. It would take forever and it would be tedious and it would be no fun. So... Explain to the listeners the difference between that type of a process of shopping for insurance versus working with an independent agent. Independent agents, at least we anyway, um, not all, but we do. We shop it with as many carriers as we have contracts with. And in our case, it's going to be well over a dozen that we can shop your, just say, auto insurance, for example. So they give you the information one time. One time. we're getting 12 different quotes. We're going to get 12 different quotes together. Now, um... A lot of times, once I put the information in and I get those 12 quotes back, I can eliminate two-thirds to three-quarters of them right off the bat because we're shopping for price and for value and for coverage. 
And so oftentimes I can start scratching them off for one reason or another, and we get down to one or two or three. And then I'm going to present you with the lowest quote that I can come up with, uh, regardless of the name on the paper. Start to finish phone call to the last time you told them, hey, well, this is the price, this is the company we're going with. What do you estimate or what's the average time spent with that person? Two 10-minute phone calls maybe, 20 minutes? 20 minutes. Far less hassle than chopping forward, sitting in traffic. Yeah, that's a perfect scenario. You know, obviously, if, if we have to go back and forth gathering a little bit of information or finding some stuff out, then it could be a little longer. But, you know, I would say total and never at any one time more than about 10 minutes. Yeah, the website thing, I, I've done that before in the past. What about these, these websites these days that say they're actually they're acting like an independent agent? Is there such a thing? Is insurance on that realm? Or is it, can you get online and have this independent agent experience virtually not that i know of all the ones you can do online are typically a single carrier so they just set up they've streamlined the the home insurance or car insurance buying process and just made it online they're not actually shopping several carriers yeah that has to be something that's coming down the way right i would certainly think so i'd say within the next 20 years a lot of what i do is going to become web-based yeah it would be so much easier people put in the same instead of having the 10 minute phone call Obviously, there's probably going to be some follow-up to that because not everything is going to be able to be asked on an online questionnaire. But right. name, date of birth, social address, what type of car, what's the VIN, what kind of coverage limits are you needing, and click submit. Right. You know, that, surely that would be a way. But there's probably some drawbacks to that because I know you guys ask more information, but you some way automate some of that. And there is, like, you can go to our website and there's a short little form you can fill out that'll say, hey, my name is so-and-so, I'm looking for this type of insurance, here's my contact information. And then we'll reach out to you, you know what I mean? We'll have a little bit of the information, obviously we need some more, but it's getting there. Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. Mike, what's the best way to reach you for insurance questions, life insurance, business insurance, home, auto, renter's insurance, motorcycle insurance, shopping over a dozen carriers? What's the best way to reach out? Check us out on the web, M-I-D-T-N-I-N-S-Group.com. Our cell phone number right here, local 898-0053. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We're back right after this next break. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher. Whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home, I can help. Buyer opportunities are better than ever. So call me at Reliant Realty to find out more. 615-445-5073. Real estate is a key to building long-term wealth. So ask for me, Gabriel Fancher, when you call 615-445-5073 or online at mt615.com. Again, that's mt615.com. 615-445-5073. For all your real estate needs. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com or call them at 
1072 today. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Some gear and tips for you, things to think about before the closeout of any year. You got to get your charitable contributions made. You got to make your Roth IRA conversions. I just got a, an email the other day from one big institutional uh, brokerage firm. Their cutoff for submitting things like this is the 20th of the month. So you can't wait till the last minute. Obviously, they're going to do their best to try to get it in. But if you want to guarantee that everything gets done, it's according to your plan. You should already be planning out if a Roth IRA conversion is best for you. What about charitable contributions? What's the best way to do those? Do you use a charitable trust? Do you use some type of donor advised fund? If you have no idea what I'm talking about here, maybe these are aspects of your financial life that have been overlooked. You don't have a comprehensive plan. Maybe you're not working with the right type of advisor. What's the right type of advisor? Someone who's independent, only working for you. Someone who is only paid by you, that is fee only. Someone who's has the, who has the top credential in the business, certified financial planner. Learn more about that designation at cfp.net, cfp.net. You can reach me anytime at jasonqualcfp.com. If you're looking to listen to the show anytime, anywhere, you can't catch us every weekday right here on WGNS at 4 p.m. Go to financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. I'm out of here. Appreciate you listening today and every day. Stay tuned. More local talk is up next.